This is the Author Archive podcast. I'm David Freeman. In this episode, Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett talking to me uh, about a children's book. The Amazing Morris and His Educated Rodents is a Discworld book. It's a Discworld book for younger folks. Terry Pratchett, do you think there are enough brave young folks around to follow you into this entertaining but disturbing world? Well, I have been a child. It was quite a long time ago. And, and it is, after all, my eighth children's book. So I, I thought I, I knew what I was doing. Um, there are differences between writing for children and writing for adults, and it's almost impossible to explain what they are. Um, when I once asked my editor what I should bear in mind, she said, no red-hot sex, and since I've never been any good at that anyway, uh, that was not difficult to leave it out. Uh, you, you feel your way to a certain extent. Also, we, 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 we live in a, um, shall we say, a, a, an industry which is heavily marketed. It would be hard to write a book about an intelligent cat and a bunch of intelligent rats and what befalls them, and it not be a children's book. Yeah. Um, Gulliver's Travels would be a children's book if it was written today. It was a satirical book. It was a satirical book for adults when it was written several hundred years ago. That's how the markets go. So, what came first, Morris or the rodents? In the Disworld book, some years ago, a wizard makes some uh, aside. Uh, remember all that trouble we had with the amazing Morris and his educated rodents. And I just put it in, and I didn't quite know why. And then I had a vague idea that, that it was about a, um, some kind of a scam involving the Pied Piper legend. And a few years ago, I was on tour in America, and owing to some um, mischance on behalf of my... Um, publicist, I actually had a couple of hours free in San Francisco. They don't normally like you to get out of the hotel. And I walked down to the Palace uh, Hotel where they have a big mural of, of the Pied Piper done by the, the painter Maxfield Parish. And I, stared, I sat and stared at it for some time and it in the middle of the crowd of kids following the Pied Piper is this stupid-looking kid who's looking right out of the picture at the viewer. He's the only one who knows that he's in a story. And uh, I thought, that's, that's kind of strange. And that kid has got to be in the story. And it just evolved. It just evolved. But it's all really about a conspiracy. There's several conspiracies in there, yes. But, um. uh, but, the, but Morris and the rats, the... the, the the initial idea is you move into a town, the rats, there aren't many of them, a few hundred, um, they pretend that there's a plague of rats and they, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're well organised, they have squads, you know, one squad to do the whittling, one squad to swim in the cream, you know, one squad, squad to scare the old ladies and they go off and do this. And of course they have the trap disposal squad which goes ahead of all the rest to make, make certain everything is safe. Uh, and when the... Um, when the townsfolk, as townsfolk do, go to the mayor and say, what are we going to do to get rid of all these rats? The, they, they, well, they know what you have to do. You have to advertise for a rat piper. And, of course, Morris and the, and the rats employ this kid who can play a flute to come in and play his flute, and the rats all leave the town, and they divide up the money in the bushes outside. 
What do they need the money for? Ah, uh, well, the rats have got this vague idea that, that, that money is important. They, they, want to, um, they, they want to build a civilization a long way from human beings, you know, where, where a rat can stand free. How come they're intelligent is all part of the story. And Morris has convinced them that you need money. You need money to get everything done. And Morris is a bit like Sergeant Bilko in Fur. He's out, he's out, to, he's out to, to fiddle absolutely everybody, the rats, the kid, the townsfolk. He, he starts off as, shall we say, a, well, a Bilko character. Um, so they're more or less doing it because Morris says that that's how the world works. In fact, during the course of the book, they, they develop their own views about how the world works. But it's interesting, Top Cat, the cartoon series, was also based on Bilko. Also, if you remember Puss in Boots, and I'm sure you do because your childhood was only quite recently, <laughs> and not yet coming round again, uh, Puss in Boots himself was a bit of a wheeler and dealer. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll see you all right, kid. You know, it, it's part of the whole mythos of fairy tales. If you have a cat on your side, that cat's going to be a smooth-talking operator who's definitely going to get you the princess and the money. Uh, so though it is not a big step, although I have to say that, that, that Morris becomes a little less like Sergeant Bilko as, as the book progresses, because, um, shall we say, both the rats and, and the cat learn something about life during the course of the book. What's the role of books in this book? Well, I suppose there's the... There's the, 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 the positive power of books, and then there is the dark side. The, the dark side is that there's, there's, a, there's Melissia, who's the, the human female interest. She's a girl that's read lots of books, all the books she could get her hands on. Um, and unfortunately, she thinks that the world works like a story. She carries with her a bag at all times in case she's kidnapped by pirates or goes on an adventure. Her whole world is, 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 um, is predicated on the fact that, that, that any moment something might happen to you which is going to be rather like five go completely mad in a submarine. Um, and, and so she's absolutely prepared for anything to happen, but, but she lives in a... She's got no friends and, and, and she's a rather sad, bossy girl. And, uh, and she, she can't actually think very easily about the real world. On the other hand, the rats have a book which they prize very, very highly indeed. They, they found it in a shop. They know it can't, be, can't possibly be written by humans because of the nature of the, uh, of, of, of the subject matter. And it's called Mr. Bunsey Has an Adventure. And they're fascinated by it because it talks of a world where, where rats and rabbits and snakes and owls wear clothes and talk to humans. There's a farmer that they, they often meet and they have nice adventures. And they're not quite certain whether this is about a, a mythical past or, or a, a new Jerusalem, as it were, but, but they set great store by Mr. Bunsey has an adventure and some of the rats even try to wear clothes. Like, like Ratty Rat in the book. Well, how do they do that? How do they cut out the cloth? Well, rats have got very good teeth, you know. And of course, they, if, if you read the book carefully, you'll know that, um, that they get uh, Keith, the stupid-looking kid who they hire to play the pipe. He helps them with this sort of thing. If you won the Carnegie Medal, would you wear it with pride? 
are you supposed to? I mean, do you get a, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not a great medal winner, I have to say, and I don't know whether you get something that sews on here. If I won this, I would be, I would be pleased because I've been shortlisted for the uh, Carnegie three times, including this time. Uh, so it would be nice to, to, to win third time. Um, and I've been shortlisted for other things. And I'm, I'm not a great winner of awards. And, and to be frank, they're not something that's really entered my life in any great way. My kids at school, indeed, when I was at school, I was always pleased to win a star. Is there enough of the child still alive in your soul, Terry, to be chuffed to bits if you won? Well, the, the absolute answer is I would be completely and utterly chuffed to bits but would do my darndest to conceal it. <laughs> the amazing Morris and his educated rodents is by gold medal winning Terry Pratchett. Terry, thank you. Thank you.